<sighs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good day, whatever time it may be. It is Saturday, February 19th, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast, and I am not in concussion protocol. That's right. It's me, Jeremy Pierce, your host. And, um, wow, what a week, what a week. Some some high highs and some low lows and a random premium live event that just ended about two hours ago. Yes, Elimination Chamber was today. We previewed the show last week, and then, of course, after we previewed the show, one more match was added. But come back tomorrow for what just happened. We'll review the Elimination Chamber uh, events. But today we'll be looking at our next part in the Primed and Ready series. AEW Midcards. That will be the TNT Champion and the TBS Champion. Who's next? Who should be winning those championships soon? But for now, you know it's next, so just go on and hit my music. It's it's been an eventful week for the news uh so we gonna run through it and we'll end with the big big news that hopefully most of you have heard already but first up um matt cardona won the nwa world heavyweight championship defeating i believe it was trevor murdoch who was the previous champion um yeah beat him at an event in oak grove kentucky and honestly, uh, Matt Cardone has been just having a phenomenal time since his WWE release. It's it's crazy. I mean, dude's actually been better off without the E. It'd be like that sometimes. Uh, Mia Yim will start taking bookings this coming March. We'll see. Um, we'll see what's up with the HBIC. As you know, her and Keith Lee just got married. They're on their honeymoon right now but we will see what's up with me and him you know i'm a fan she can go back to impact as jade even as me and him now she can go to aw she can make some moves you know what i mean uh independent wrestling standout nick wayne after uh an event at defy was offered a contract darby allen showed up and offered the young man a contract he is Nick Wayne is uh, almost like a wrestling prodigy. He's been slowly but surely making a big, big name for himself on the independent scene. Only thing is, he's a C16, so he can't actually work for AEW just yet. But that's that's good. If you haven't noticed, uh, Chris Statlander is slowly but surely losing the alien gimmick, and she become she's becoming more and more human. And then at a point, she'll be built from some city. Uh, wherever the best friends are from, but you know, love me some Statlander. Uh, Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon, 
has made her uh, her return to the wrestling ring as she took on Thunder Rosa at the Warrior Wrestling 19 event. They battled to a 30-minute time limit draw. It was good to see Athena back in action, but Thunder Rosa made some news during that same event as she was hammering her fan who was yelling racial slurs at Athena, and that shit don't fly, my dude. So, uh, yeah, don't get fucked up. Real talk. Alright. Uh Vince McMahon apparently thinks there's nothing wrong. There's no problem with WWE's creative storytelling. Obviously he's delusional. Obviously he's wrong. He's wrong. I know it. You know it. We all know it. And he's lying to himself if he thinks he's happy with the company's creative direction. Uh Raw and NXT's a rebroadcast rights as in uh you know next day could be moving to peacock soon that makes the most sense um it just it just makes sense they're on usa usa's with nbc smackdown's a little different because smackdown's on fox uh i'm not sure if they will move smackdown's uh rebroadcast rights over to tubi which is fox's um streaming platform Ring of Honor announced their first inductee into their Hall of Fame, and it's none other than Samoa Joe. Um, yeah, if y'all guys don't know, some of the all-time greats came through Ring of Honor, and Samoa Joe is one of them. And this is very, very earned and very well-deserved. AEW has announced the start date for the men's and women's Dusty Cup. Um... Not Dusty Cup, I'm sorry, the Owen Hart uh, The Owen Hart Cup, I'm sorry y'all A little tired, uh, they'll start when they return to Long Island on May 11th So, uh, we'll see, I'm, I'm ready, I'm, I'm ready I wish it would have started in Philly two weeks prior Because I'm going to be at that show, but it was whatever The... The February 11th uh, edition of Rampage brought an overnight rating of 540,000, which is pretty good. That's up from the previous week of 517,000. It did a .19 in the uh, 18-49 demo. So, that's that's good. I told, I told you, I think, I think Rampage is going to hover between 550 and 600,000 viewers on uh, average, which isn't, which isn't bad. Uh, what else do we have? What else do we have? Josh Alexander's uh, impact contract and work visa both expire, which is exactly why he was taken off of team um, team impacts. So I feel like once he gets that, once he gets that situated, he'll definitely be back in. Impact. I would love to see him back in impact because he's been used the right there. Um, AEW, they're going to be focused on signing um, big names. And they got to do that with, you know, the money they have. But they will probably get a new TV contract in a couple of years. And that way they can sign somebody like Kevin Owens, sign somebody like Sami Zayn once their contracts come up. And listen, I can confirm right here. They'll definitely be signing Isaiah Swerve Scott, um, Buddy Matthews, formerly Buddy Murphy, and Jeff Hardy. Those guys are definitely going to AEW. It's no secret. AEW has announced the next Battle of the Belt special, and it will take place. Uh, 
April 15th, about two weeks after WrestleMania in the same area. Battle of the Belts. There you go. What else do we have? Raw actually saw a slight viewership bump in the ratings from being on sci-fi. So, yeah, they brought in... It was Valentine's Day. They brought in 1.6 million viewers. That's... That's crazy. I don't think they would do that well. Because the previous week they brought in 1.38. So, keep that in mind. 205 Live has been rebranded to NXT Level Up. This was coming. They have, WWE have uh, filed the trademark for the earlier this week. So, NXT is uh, now has kind of their secondary show in Level Up. Will it be treated as the same as Rampage? Probably not. They're going to be treated more like main event. Uh, speaking of NXT... They saw a show. <laughs> they saw a viewership um, jump with this past week's episode of Vengeance Day, which we will cover today. Uh, the previous week they had brought in four hundred thousand viewers. This week they brought in five hundred and twenty-five thousand viewers, and they, remember, and they were also on Sci-Fi because you know the Winter Olympics are going on. That's a big, that's a big, big jump. Uh, Carlos Cabrera has been released by the WWE after twenty-nine years of service uh yeah they're they're moving on i guess they're gonna uh get, get younger but he's been a legendary legendary voice in the wwe and we wish him well dynamite this past week saw um even though the show was very good brought in low low viewership brought in eight hundred and sixty nine thousand viewers the previous week he had day at 1.129 so that that dropped Losing almost 400,000 viewers isn't great. Um, it's just, it is odd that that drop happened. And they did a point thirty-one and an 18 or 49 um, demo. Kyrie Singh is making her return to pro wrestling. And she'll be taking, she'll be going uh, to stardom. Her home promotion, which she's been in for a very long time. And it's very, very good to have the pirate princess back in action. Uh, Tony Khan says that he's hoping to have AEW start touring on the West Coast. If you've been paying attention, AEW has primarily been on the East Coast and the Midwest um, in parts of the South. They haven't gone to Cali, um, you know, Arizona, Utah. So they need to get out there. They definitely, definitely need to get out here because they can't just keep rotating the same Philly, um, Long Island, Chicago, rotating, 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 rotate. Uh, Johnny and Candace Gargano welcome their newborn son. Congratulations. His name is Quill, <laughs> like Star Lord. But yeah, good news. Uh, WDB has signed Rock C to a contract the former ring of honor women's champion who everybody wanted to get signed is signed now and uh, i'm happy she's a really good talent i'm hoping she'll be used properly um it looks like saturday night's main event might be coming back that's uh a good thing i've always thought they should use that name and use that show a lot more often than what they've done i mean aw puts on saturday night specials we have the battle of the belts but 
they really should be bringing back Saturday Night's Main Event. If you go to the WWE website, on the April, they have an April 23rd event in Montgomery, Alabama, and an April 30th show in Lakeland, Florida. Um, Saturday shows, and they're called Saturday Night's Main Event. Bring it back, please. Um, what else we got? Uh, did that Rochelle Ellering has left Impact Wrestling. She's done. She is a former tag team champion with Jordan Grace. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened there. Her contract is up. I don't know why she didn't resign or why they chose not to resign her. But she is taking bookings. And for WWE 2K22, they have announced. And shown the list of arenas and championships that will be in the game. So get ready because I'm gonna run these down. Okay. Monday Nitro, Star Starcade 96, 205 Live, which is no longer here. Clash of Champions 2020, Elimination Chamber 2021, Fast Lane 2021, Hell in a Cell 2020, Horror Show at Extreme Rules, Main Event, Mixed Match Challenge, Money to Bank 2021, NXT. Takeover 31, Takeover in Your House, Takeover 30, Takeover Stand and Deliver, Takeover uh, NXT Vengeance Day, Payback 2020, Raw Thunderdome, wow, really want to see the Thunderdome actually, Raw 2020, Raw 2021, Royal Rumble 2021, Smackdown Thunderdome, Smackdown 2020, Smackdown 2021, SummerSlam 98, SummerSlam 2020, Survivor Series 2020, TLC 2020, WrestleMania 37, and WrestleMania Backlash, now, Here's my thing. We're in 2022. You've had more than a year. Why are we using 2020 arenas? Stupid. And the championships. Whew. ECW championships. Original WWE ECW and the final WWE ECW belt. Uh, ECW TV title. Left, right, left, right championship. Million dollar championship. NXT Cruiser championship. Classic and current championship. The NXT Cruiserweight Championship, which is no longer here. The NXT North American Championship, NXT Women's Championship, Classic and Current, NXT UK Championship, NXT UK Women's Championship, uh, but no NXT UK Tag Team Champion. Hmm. Championship. Up, Up, Down, Down Championship, WCW Hardcore Championship, WCW United States Championship, WCW World Title 1993 Version, NWO Big Gold Belt, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation Championship, which is the first title that Hulk Hogan won. The WWE Championship, Brahma Bulls, Smoking Skull, Big Eagle, Winged Eagle, Undisputed Current, and the Current, but with the Scratch logo. Cruiserweight Championship from 2020-2007. The Divas Championship, Intercontinental Title, 1990-94-2011-2019, and the Current Version. Uh, the Light Heavyweight Championship, Raw Women's Championship, SmackDown Women's Championship, WWE United Kingdom Championship, even though... We have the NXT UK Championship, so that's that's odd. Uh, the United States Championship, John Cena variant, classic WWE style, and the current design, the Universal Championship, and the WWE Women's Championship. That's a lot of belts. That's a lot of fucking arenas. Huh. And lastly, if you guys don't know, Cody and Brandy Rhodes are leaving. Well, actually not leaving. Have left AEW. This came as a shock to a lot of people. Cody, it's looking like he will be heading back to the WWE, which I don't fucking know why. 
Um, they have to treat him like a king when he gets over there. Um, yeah, this was this was a this was a shocking, shocking. Um, the fan reaction, we're like, what? Um, Cody and Brandy both think AEW. I mean, they helped create the company. This is one of the founding members leaving, going to the rival promotion. Like that's that's huge. It's very, very, very huge. And now Cody's already in contract talks with the WWE. Um, well, not contract, but they have had, they've had contact with each other. We might even got a hint about Cody going there already from the Elimination Chamber with The Miz. Um, Triple H is trending, and I know why he's trending. Because what if this man leaves and goes over to AEW? I can actually dream. I'm kind of hoping that happens. And it doesn't And it doesn't even stop there. The, apparently, the E knew about Cody's departure before it was even announced, which means they've already been talking. Remember, Cody's been a free agent. He was just helping things along. While not having a contract. Um, and he's leaving because it was more than just a financial situation. Pretty much Tony Khan. It's like I'm in charge. I'm, I'm in charge. Okay. And. I think that hurt Cody just a little bit. Losing some of that power. Losing some of that booking. He was still had a big voice. He's one of the founders. But Tony wasn't playing any games. Um, when it comes to TNT. Rose to the top is they're in a complicated situation because Cody's gone. And if he goes to the rival, what are you going to do um, with the show? That's this is this is this is this is wild. And a lot of us, including a lot of wrestlers in AEW, thought Cody's contract situation was a work. Apparently. It wasn't. Cody downplayed the entire situation of people. Uh, we, were, we talked about uh, a while ago. We had that story about that Cody, Kenny, and the Young Bucks didn't get along. There was something going on. That was squashed. Um, yes, this is this is this is a weird situation. Brandy's going to be missed. Cody. That's a different story. We don't know. He had a fall in power before leaving. And he also wanted a significant raise, something like three million a year. And Tony was like, nah, once Tony, once Tony became in more, took pretty much took control of the company. And then when they brought in Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Keith Lee, Adam Cole, um, Andrade, big, big names, Cody kind of became expendable. Now, I don't know if Kenny Omega is leaving. His contract will be up next year around this time. But I don't think Kenny will leave. Um, it's weird. It's a, it's a, it's a weird. We'll see what's next for Cody. Will he have a match at WrestleMania? One can find out. But all we got to do is wait. That was a lot of news. That was a lot of fucking news. 
wow <laughs> we'll be back uh we had wrestling this week it's wrestling every week i know right uh monday night raw first thing first it was a go-home show for the elimination chamber and we gotta ask ourselves did the did we open up with that promo oh yes of course we did uh of course and this was that this is one of those bad ones where it was like challenger after challenger everybody was just coming out and everybody was talking 15 minutes 20 minutes also the first hour was commercial free quote unquote commercial free again um yeah whatever um everybody just came out and it was the for the WWE chamber and it ended with brock taking out austin theory yeah, you see, you see, you see how I, you hear how enthused I sound. Um, the Street Profits beat the Dirty Dogs. Champa was there on commentary. Looks, and we're moving forward with Champa versus Dolphy Baby with Dolph Dolph Ziggler. Uh, yeah, that's where we're that's where we're going with. Uh, Kevin Owens says he hates Texas because the Dirty B ran a poll about KO in Texas and. Obviously, this is probably leading to Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. So, yeah. Uh, Damian Priest defended the United States Championship and retained against AJ Styles. And I thought this match was going to go for a minute. This drone won five minutes. And Damian Priest won with a fucking roll up. Omos, Squash, Shelton, and Cedric, who were introduced as the Hurt Business, came out in the Hurt Business shirts and had the Hurt Business music. Last time I checked, they were kicked out of the Hurt Business. So, what the fuck? And then they tried to recruit this nigga after the show. Uh, Becky and Lita had a contract signing. We had a different side of Becky who was came out disheveled and was upset and she was like she doesn't want to have to put Lita down her idol who she well idolized and admired and adored while growing up and she doesn't want to do it and Lita's like well if this is the Becky we have now then I gotta take you out myself this is their feud has been very good and y'all know me I love Lita (laughs) love me some Lita and we had a gauntlet match as another way to um, to kill time if you want to ever kill time in wrestling just have a gauntlet match because they're always going to run for like 40 minutes even this one didn't run in 40 minutes uh there was the women for the the chamber and the winner would get the final spots well not the final spot come out last so we start out with Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash Rhea beat Nikki then Rhea beat Liv Morgan then she beat Dewdrop but she had a really hard time on Dewdrop and I'm happy that uh Dewey is uh getting some love some 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 love and then Rhea uh Bianca were the last two and they had another good match these two just have really good chemistry and Bianca won so Bianca is the last person in the chamber not sorry not the last person the last entrant coming out also the last person in the chamber randomly because she just decided to be in the chamber after being cured it's fucking Alexa Bliss so 
No Oscar or Bailey. That fucking sucked. Um, in the funniest moment, Reggie confessed his feelings for Dana. She friend zoned him. This was all at a restaurant. Uh, Tazawa, Tamina, and R Truth were there. It was pretty funny. And when she friend zoned him, he just fucking rolled her up and took the title. <laughs> and he left her with the check. Absurd, but hilarious. Alpha Academy and the Broga party. Randy wasn't at the Broga party because he was getting ready for his match later in the evening. And then um, the Alpha Academy beat the Mysterios. Miz and Maurice were on commentary talking about cheating and how they're not cheaters. And then the Alpha Academy cheated to win. <laughs> and then in our main event, Seth beat Orton with a little interference from the Alpha Academy. It's actually cohesive storytelling. I, I, I'll give the DDB credit for that. That actually made sense surprisingly but raw gets a fist nothing more nothing less uh i'm going to pull a what culture ups and downs because we're going to cover nxt they had vengeance i'm not calling it vengeance day that's really fucking stupid um it was a better than average tv event we had a couple matches. Pete Dunne and Tony D'Angelo had a steel cage match. It was a weapon steel cage match. And the weapons were the weapons that they have been using throughout this little feud that they have. Um, but Pete Dunne wins. And yeah, I'm happy that he won. What more can he do? We'll see. Toxic Attraction, my baby, Gigi Dolan. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. They retained their NXT Women's Tag Team Championships over Perjure Parada and Indy. Hartwell, it was an okay match. So now that the men, and we'll get back to the, we'll get to the men's Dusty Cup, but the women's Dusty Cup is going to be starting next week, and the there are eight, there are eight teams. It'll be Persia Parada, Indy Hartwell, Amar Miller, Tiffany Stratton, Kaylee Ray, and Io Shirai, Caden Carter, and Casey Cantazaro, Wendy Chu, and. Dakota Kai. Uh, who else am I missing? Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez. I'm missing two more teams because it's going to be eight. Oh, uh, uh, I can't think of these girls' names. It's the the the, four, the Spanish chicks. Um, what are their names? What are, what are the names? Oh, my God. I'm sorry, y'all. Valentina Faraz and Yulissa Leon. And I think Saray is in the tournament with a partner. If she's not in the tournament, I also think that Electra Lopez is like she can just be in the tournament by herself. So, uh, yeah. We'll see what they do with the Women's Dusty Cup. I am putting my money on Io Shirai and Kay Lee Ray to win it all oh, they are clearly the best team in the entire tournament they are the two most dominant women in the entire tournament all right so we'll see we'll see 
Ellie Knight took out Grayson Waller and Sanga. Less said about that, the better. Um, Mellow don't miss. And he defended and retained the NXT North America Championship against Cameron Grimes. Uh, this is Mellow's first singles match since winning the championship. Think about that. Let that sink in. His one-on-one match. Because he had a tag match. And he was in, the, obviously, the War Games match. But um, Mellow don't miss. This match was so good. Uh, in the Men's Dusty Cup Finals, the Creed Brothers defeated MSK, so they will be challenging Imperium for the NXT Tag Team Championships. This will probably go down at uh, st- uh, TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Solo Sokoa will be coming for Walter. I'm sorry. Gunther, even though the fans kept chanting Walter. I know y'all. Gunther's a dumbass fucking name. And in the main event, Braun Baker... Defended the NXT Championship against Santos Escobar and won. So, yeah, it's an okay match. But who is he going to defend against next? Don't know. Could be Dolph Ziggler. Could be Ciampa again. Cameron Grimes. We'll see. But that was that was Vengeance over on Dynamite. This is actually a really really good show, which I'm giving two thumbs up. Punk opened the show. And if you've been paying attention, looking at all the hints, you you would know what was coming next. And he tells MJF that they're going to have a dog collar match at Revolution. And I believe Michael Sedgwick predicted this from what culture wrestling. It's great. It's great. Uh, MJF came out and just had no words because he knew he couldn't do anything at this point. Brian Danson beat Lee Moriarty in a short but very good technical wrestling match. Um, afterwards, Mox came out and tells Brian, well, wh- wh- why do you want to team with me? Is it because you're scared of me? You don't want to be across from the ring with me? And I don't trust anybody if I haven't, if I can't bleed with them, if I haven't bled with them yet. So, obviously, this is leading to a match. But I kind of want them to draw this out. Really, really draw it out. Wardlow beat Max Castle to advance to the face of the Revolution ladder match. After the after the match, uh, Wardlow was attacked by Anthony Bowens, and even though Sean Spears was out there, he did not make the save until Wardlow powered out and you know got the upper hand. Slow burn with Wardlow, slow slow burn. Um, Adam Cole, Hangman Page had an in-ring segment. They had some words. And uh, it ended, the segment ended with the Undisputed Era attacking uh, Hangman Page and the Dark Order making the save. So even though Hangman was like, yo, I don't, I don't, I don't need this anymore. Dark Order, we got your back, dog. We got your fucking back. In a quick match, uh, Santana and Ortiz defeated Jericho and Jake Hager. Eddie Kingston did return before the match, and he and the Proud and Powerful showed love for each other. But yeah, Jericho attacks... Eddie after the match so Santana Ortiz didn't even get the spotlight to shine that was whack that was whack uh, Thunder Rosa beat Mercedes Martinez in a no disqualification match this was good even though it wasn't long it maybe went maybe, it went maybe 10 minutes it was still good because I mean, you know what these women can do um, Rosa shows Mercedes Martinez respect after the match because they do respect each other and Rosa can understand like right, honestly he was just doing a job I had to put you down though. Uh, Crease, John Crease, yes, that John Crease tells Britt no mercy. 
And first, they're going to have Mercedes attack more, but then they take out Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. And then on a revolution, we have Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes versus Britt Baker. But I think on the way there, we'll probably have uh, some variation of Britt Rebel and Jamie versus Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa. But finally, I'm be so mad if Britt fucking wins. I'm going to be heated. I'm gonna be so heated if Britt <laughs> be so heated if Britt wins this match. And in the main event, uh, we had a TNT Championship match, and Sammy Guevara was defending the championship against Darby Allen. These motherfuckers are crazy. They are. Nuts. This match was oh so good. Oh so delectable and special. Oh man. Oh man. It's very, very good. Very, very good. But we know who Sammy's next challenger will be. And it will be Andrade. Oh, Idolo. Uh, over on Impact and on Impact Corner, we had the final build to No Surrender. Morrissey and Moose had a contract signing as they'll be facing each other for the. Um, for the Impact World Championship. And we still had what's what we're building with. Um, Team Impact versus Honor No More. Lady Frost lost to Giselle Shaw. It's alright. These are two up-and-coming women in the business. And we have to ask ourselves, who took out Jonathan Gresham? Um, no Surrender actually is tonight. And let me just run down the card for you real quick. On the pre-show, Trey Miguel will be taking on John Schuyler. Havoc will be taking on Tanil Dashwood. Deanna Peraza will be defending the uh, AAA Reynas de, Reina de Reynas Championship or the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. She holds both in a open challenge. Ace Austin. Uh, will there be a fatal forward match with the winner becoming the number one contender for the X Division Championship? It'll be Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Jake Something, and Mike Bailey. We have an intergender match for the Impact Digital Media Championship. Matt Cardona versus Jordan Grace. Black Taurus will be taking on Jonah. Eric Young will be taking on Jay White. The Impact World Tag Team titles will be on the line. It will be the Good Brothers defending against the Gorillas of Destiny. Mickey James will be defending the Impact Women's uh, Knockouts World Championship against Tasha Steeles. We have the 10-man tag. Uh, it'll be Team Impact consisting of Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, Rhino, Rich Swan, and Steve Macklin taking on Honor No More. Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, PCO, Vincent, and Kenny King. If Honor No More wins, they will remain in Impact. If Team Impact wins, Honor No More will be gone for good. And the Impact World Championship, Moose versus W. Morrissey. Wow. That is a card. That's... That should be a good show. I'm going to have to watch that tonight along with along with some NBA. Uh, SmackDown was a quick taped show. Um, we had promos. We were building up to uh, Elimination Chamber. We had a really bad contract signing uh, with Ronda, Naomi, Charlotte, and Sonya Deville. Ronda's got to wrestle with one arm tied behind her back. Ricochet beat Sheamus. Even though the match was good, I'm tired of these motherfuckers fighting all of the god 
damn time. Um, we had a nothing segment with the Usos and the Viking Raiders. And Sami Zayn won the Intercontinental Championship. No knock on Shinsuke, but hopefully Sami defends it a lot more. And we had a face-off between Goldberg and Roman Reigns. Over on Rampage, quick little rundown. Adam Cole beat 10 of the Dark Order. Will Hobbs, I'm sorry, Powerhouse Hobbs beat Dante Martin to advance to the face of the Revolution ladder match. Serena Deep uh, scored Angelica Risk in the five-minute rookie challenge. And in the main event, Jay White defeated Trent Beretta. So, that was the week. Our matches of the week. NXT North American Championship. Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes. The Men's Dusty Cup Finals. The Creep Brothers versus MSK. No DQ match. Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. The TNT Championship. Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. The Intercontinental Championship. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. And Jay White versus Trent Beretta. And I'm making the star of the week. Mercedes Martinez. I'm a fan. I've always been a fan. And I'm happy she's getting a spotlight to finally shine. So she can show what she's about. We'll be right back primed and ready i should probably get like music for this segment so last week not last week two weeks ago we did primed and ready the the WWE for the WWE side of things for the mid card championships the NXT North America Championship the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Championship and it was a matter of who do we think should win the title next how it will help them so on and so forth so keeping up with it we're going to go to the AEW side of things and uh, they have two quote unquote mid card championships excuse me the TNT championship for the men and the new TBS championship for the women and uh, we're gonna start with, um, we're gonna start with the women first. No, I'm sorry, the men first. This is how this is how I fucking uh, wrote it out. Yeah, it's how how I wrote it out. <laughs> so our current our current TNT champion is Sammy Guevara. He recently defended the title against. Uh, a former, also, TNC champion in Darby Allen, And just of note, Darby has stated that he does not want to be the world champion. He, he probably will be world champion at some point in his career, but he wants to elevate that TNT championship. And he has. He has done a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, job with that championship so sammy is our champion he got the belt this is the second reign with the championship he first defeated miro 
Um, then he lost the championship to Cody Rhodes, and then they had a ladder match, and he became the undisputed TNT champion. So he's walking around with two belts right now. But um, it was inevitable that Sammy would be champion. So the question is, who is up next? I've got a list of seven individuals with the least. Um, well, you know, I can't say with the least. AEW can tell stories so well that anybody can be capable of winning the world championship. But we'll get to that at some point this year for another prime and ready. But first up on this list is a fan favorite. Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. To say he's a fan favorite is an understatement. If you don't know who Orange Cassidy is, he has this gimmick where he's just lazy his but he's not lazy his his he, he's really so good at wrestling that he doesn't try but when he tries he's probably going to beat you when we lost last saw uh orange cassidy he just defeated adam cole in a lights out match Big one. His thing with Orange Cassidy is he's feuded with a lot of great people, and he's come out win or lose looking good. He's feuded with Pac. He's feuded with Adam Cole, and more importantly, he was in a world title. He feuded with Chris Jericho. He was in a world title match. Remember the triple threat between Pac, uh, Cassidy, and Kenny Omega? It's a very good match. Like this is very good. And Cassidy had the match won multiple times. So I think it's only right. It's only time for him to become that champion. He's going to be a champion at some point, but he's ready. He is most definitely ready to take on this role and to carry that brand. Next up is actually our new number one contender for the TNT championship. That would be one Andrade L. Idolo. Now, this guy is a world champion. He's got the look. He's got the skill. He's gotten better on the mic. He doesn't immediately have to jump up to the world title, but a TNT championship reign is a, is a start. And I think he actually might defeat Sammy Guevara at Revolution. Well, but we'll get we'll get to that when we do the Revolution preview show. Um. Yeah, Andrade's just so good that he needs gold around his waist. He just does. And it would be a disservice to everyone if he was to not become champion. Next up is our most recent signee. Yes, that will be the one and only limitless Keith Lee. And look at this, he is actually in the face of the revolution ladder match we got three competitors they're all big mighty men that slap man meat pause but yeah keith lee uh nxt champion nxt north america champion and he can do amazing amazing things of just letting him loose you know what i mean Keith Lee is that guy, and we're happy he's here because we know he's going to get used right. I'm excited. Um, there are big things on the horizon for Keith Lee. 
I'm going to group these next two men together because they are tag team. They are tag. They are a tag team, but um, they've done a lot of their work. Well, actually, no. Ethan Page has done a lot of his work independently. Scorpio Sky, for the most part, has almost always been in a tag team. But Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, the men of the year, they have feuded with Cody. They feuded with some of the inner circle. And um, you guys know how I feel about Scorpio Sky at this point. This guy should be world champion. He has everything, all of the tools. Scorpio even won the Face the Revolution ladder match and nothing came of it. Nothing. So, it's his time. And the thing is, him and Ethan, they keep disappearing from TV. And yes, they were just in a feud with uh, Cody and Brandy with backing up Dan Lambert, but Cody and Brandy are now gone from the company. So, once again, Scorpio and Ethan are by themselves, alone, with nothing to do. Uh, we have to change that. Same thing with Ethan Page. I remember when he debuted. I think he actually, I think he actually debuted in the... I think he actually debuted in the Face the Revolution ladder match. Um... We need, we need, we gotta get these guys some work, man. We we gotta let these men of the year, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, show what they can do. Uh, a fan favorite of mine is a guy who's pretty much feuded with almost everybody at this point in the company, and he's young, but he's also very, very, very good. Daniel Garcia, yo. Don't sleep on the kid. He is, he's a talent. That is for sure. He's a talent. He's building up a good track record. He's feuded, like I said before, he's feuded with everybody at this point. And yes, he comes out on losing, but he's, right now, he's that kind of upper jobber-ish guy who, if you beat him, it's a good win. So we always got to make him look good. I love Daniel Garcia. Such a fan. Such a, such, such a fan of his. And he's one of those few people where you don't think about where if they were to win the title, you'd be like, what? But you can see that he, he'd he be great with it. And lastly, our current FTW champion, Ricky Starks. Y'all also know how I feel about Ricky Starks. This guy's a world champion. This guy's got the look. The mic skills. Watch his match versus Jay Lethal two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago on Rampage. You know it's time. You know that you know that you know it's time for Ricky Starks to become um become the, the TNT champion. Ricky is a unique talent because he was brought in during the pandemic. And face, you know, when Cody was having the open challenges and they were very, very good. Ricky got a contract and he just ran with the ball. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping for Ricky to get that shot, to get that time to shine. And we get to see him every Friday on Rampage because he's on the commentary booth. So that's it for the, the men and the TNT championship. But let's move over to the TBS championship. It's new. It's not that not that old. Our current TBS champion is Jade Cargo. That bitch. All right. And she won the championship in, in the TBS title tournament, defeating 
Ruby Soho in the finals? Alvander Rosa. Defeated Ruby Soho in the finals. Wasn't the best match, but, uh, you know, Jade is still green, but she's getting better. When they announced the championship, we all just thought to ourselves, this is probably going to be put on Jade. It's definitely going to be put on Jade. And here, here, here we are. Um, Yeah. Jade's defended the title a few times already, and she's won. She's defended against named people and, you know, some rookies. But uh, she's our champion. So it's a matter of we got to find our challengers. The one thing I do give credit to AEWs for is that their roster, the women's roster, has been starting to slowly be built up and that everybody's credible. So who's first? Uh, as I said before, like I said with Ricky Starks, the out of the blue, I'm sorry, not Ricky Starks, Daniel Garcia, the out of the blue winner. For me, it's a bad end. She's not on TV enough. She's used on dark, but I want more from a bad end. She's got a gimmick that she dives into. It is all her and imagine her as the champion imagine her as your undead champion and then maybe opening that forbidden door one more time and her versus um sue young or rosemary listen i'm just throwing it out there how about ali actually sorry <laughs> i wrote this ali. It's, it's the bunny the bunny from the AHFL. She actually is getting a title shot this coming Wednesday on Dynamite. But um, I'm actually going to group her and Penelope Ford together because they're both part of the AHFL. And these are these are the two women that constantly. Oh, we need a few. We got to get we got to get somebody to look good. We got to just do some damage. Go and get Ali. Go and get Penelope Ford. Both of these women have put in their time. And, and, I, and I hate the fact you gotta uh, no 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 fuck that these two women are deserving of shots of deserving of opportunities just go back and watch the fucking street fight they had against TJ these two women are unique and it might be time for them to get a spotlight now I'll, I, when I made this list I was going to say Tay J and I love both of those ladies, but I feel like one is definitely a world title contender right now. And one isn't, even though they both had title shots. I would and I, listen, y'all know I love Anna J. You know I know I love Anna J. But I feel like she's just a slight rung below Ty Conti right now. So that's why I would have Anna J in the TBS title part and Tay in the women's title because Anna just like Jade was green brought in during the pandemic and but Anna's grown and grown and grown and shown so much well growth and she's another one who would do extremely well with the championship because we got to get some gold in the dark order somewhere she could be the first. Anna's Anna's earned their respect to get a ring. And I'm hoping one day she does. And lastly, this one is very obvious. 
if you truly truly watch wrestling but legit Layla Hirsch the girl is good she's first of all she's finally getting recognized and she's finally getting a proper push and a proper feud her versus Chris Statlander Layla is such a phenomenal wrestler she's very good she's not up there yet with Deanna Perrazzo and um, Serena D when it, when it comes in the realm of in-ring ability but she's right there with them and if you need a champion that is tough that is badass but can also get good matches out of people Layla Hirsch Layla Hirsch is legit no pun intended um I'm excited for her as well she's truly truly growing on me and I wouldn't be surprised if she was champion at all. I mean, champion soon. She could catapult herself with this feud with Chris Statlander to a to a championship ring. There are some other women who could possibly be here. There are definitely women that I've skipped for sure because I think they should be in the world title contender. You know what? I'll throw, one of those, I'll throw Jamie Hayter on here. She was just brought back. And uh, at some point, she's got to stop playing second fiddle to uh, Bitch Baker. She has to. Jamie is one of the few powerhouses in terms of strength in the division. You've got Jamie, you've got Jade, Nyla, and Chris. I'm thinking about the whole division. Jade, Nyla. Yeah, Jade, Nyla, Chris, and Jamie. Those are the powerhouses. And you need a powerhouse champion. We got Jade. You need a different type of powerhouse. So, I like Jamie. She's growing. She's growing on me. But there it is, y'all. Primed and ready. The AEW mid-card. Who is next on that list to go and grab that quote-unquote brass ring? Tell me what y'all think. Tell me who you think else should be on here. Maybe who shouldn't be on here. Um... But that's our show. Thank you as always. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. Next week, we'll be looking at No Way Out, a retrospective. This is one of, this was that pay-per-view. Y'all remember No Way Out. Y'all remember the old schedule. It was Royal Rumble, No Way Out, WrestleMania, Backlash, Judgment Day. (laughs) January to May, that was the schedule. And No Way Out had some really big moments. Honestly, none bigger than... Uh, happened. Um, we had the anniversary this past week. Eddie Guerrero winning the WWE Championship. Viva la raza. So that's next week. We'll have a No Way Out retrospective. Uh, the socials, you know what I mean? Instagram, Charismatic underscore Creations 52. Charismatic Creations on Facebook, Tumblr, and YouTube. Uh, and the 215 over on Twitter. As always. Wendy Chu, Zia Lee, Gigi Dolan, Gigi, and Nikita Lyons. Holla at you, boy. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>